0: What I would say for the younger children, those who can't get vaccinated right now, is that we would still recommend we treat them as if they are unvaccinated and they they should wear masks.
1: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Oh, stop. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. It's the Sean Show. It's Friday. I feel extra silly today. Won't you join us? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. 210 Wow, what a day yesterday, huh? What a day. Uh, the CDC, uh, well, Joe Biden, your yeah, yeah, president, sort of, made the announcement that the CDC has new uh, guidelines now for masks. This is, if you are fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. Uh, for the most part, unless you're, I guess, what do they say, like if you're in some I don't know, if you're at a concert or you're in some huge gathering, maybe you might wear a mask. No, old Uncle Sean's done, man. I'm I'm done, that's it. <laughs> no more. It masks. Because, uh, you know, and I know a lot of you had the same reaction I did. And I and call me up. We're going to talk about this for a while. This has been our life for the past stinking year, man. These stinking masks, stinking social distancing. So uh what are you going to do? You, uh, you know, is this a good thing? Uh, or do you think we're putting people at risk, like some of the folks on the, on the left are saying, even though it's their president? And uh, they themselves have been deferring to the CDC throughout the uh, entirety of this thing. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um I had the reaction, my initial reaction, because I was napping through the middle part of the day, so I didn't hear about it until later on when I awoke. Um, my initial reaction was, wow, well, that's to distract us from all this other crap that's going on. Well, actually, it told me two different things. Okay. First off, you know, because everybody was saying something different the day before. So my, my mind immediately latched on to the notion or the question, well, what the hell happened between Wednesday and Thursday? As Trey pointed out, Fauci was still saying mask stuff uh, yesterday morning. So what happened with the science? What great revelation did the Centers for Disease Control have in that 24-hour period that changed the direction of their advice completely? Well, what it tells me is that, first off, yes, do I believe they, they did this yesterday because... Things are sucking so bad between uh, 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 Israel and Palestine. Uh, there's war in the Middle East. We got a pipeline that was hacked and shut down. People are in gas lines. We got an open border. They're finding little kids out in the middle of nowhere. Man, let's drop the masks masks thing and get Biden out there and let him say it. Let him tell the people they can be hugging on each other again. They can be shaking hands again if they're fully vaxxed. Uh, so it's a nice distraction from what's going on. That was my first reaction. And secondly, it really kind of invalidates anything they've ever said about the masks. It's that they're, if they're able to drop them that quickly. Because we're not hearing anything about a process that took place. We're not hearing anything really about why the, the, the sudden change in mask advice and policy from, uh, from the CDC when just this week we've heard the exact opposite. It tells me most of it was (laughs) bullcrap. That's the only logical explanation for how they were able to use the mask drop as a political thing yesterday to shine up the Biden administration in a really horrible time. It tells me that they could have done that a week ago or six months ago. Well, maybe not six months ago. I, I, I've never bought into the mask thing. It never made any damn sense to me. Neither did uh, really the social distancing ever make any damn sense to me. I never felt like that ain't good. I I, I figured if you're going to get the virus, you're going to get the virus. I think probably people... <laughs> largely staying home probably did more than the masks or the social distancing ever did and yet economies have been destroyed businesses have been destroyed people's livelihoods have been destroyed but then you know but then just like that he just dropped the masks cuz Biden needs a happy moment there with the people <laughs> again i mean maybe you disagree i don't know you know but for me it invalidates a whole hell of a lot of what they've been saying about the masks so I'm done, man. That's it. No, I, that's, <laughs> you know, and it's not because I suddenly uh, suddenly uh, think the masks aren't necessary. I've thought that for a long time. But given the fact that they were able to drop that yesterday so quickly when they've been saying the exact opposite up until that very moment, practically, tells me that they've been full of crap about the masks for a long time. So I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done with this whole damn thing. I'll be honest with you. Done with this whole damn thing. The only thing I have left to do is to get my mom vaccinated. My mom has been pretty much, you know, she's been fine though, man. But I gotta, that's, I'm working that out as far as how they can come to where she lives and do it there and get that, uh, uh, get that, uh, set up. But beyond that, with the rest of it, I am done. Going back to my damn life. You know, you look at uh, at at how our lives, all of our lives, one way or the other, have been affected by this over the past year, over a year. Uh, you know, a lot of folks have had issues beyond uh, sort of the initial tragedy of losing a loved one. People, again, have lost their livelihoods. They've lost their businesses. You know, I've gotten fat. <laughs> I the past year I have gotten I just let it go man I am so stinking unhealthy and fat right now as a result of this past year I am man I have I do not do well staying at home and never having to leave I, I just I don't do well in that situation and and I have been a mess and I'm looking forward to uh you know getting back in shape getting healthy again I you know just a little thing I mean I I have I wear glasses now I've been wearing glasses for a little over a year Probably about a year and a half at this point. You know, you age, your eyes get old. (laughs) And I've barely been able to wear my prescription glasses in public because everywhere I go, I got to wear the stupid mask and I can't see through my stinking glasses when I got the stinking mask on. So I'm looking forward just to be able to bebop through uh, my life and have my stinking glasses on so I can stink and see. And I'm sure there are all kinds of people out there that think this is horrible and they're going to keep wearing their stupid masks. I'm sure when I go out here in a little bit after the show wraps, I make my daily trip to the Circle K, I guarantee I'm going to see people wearing masks in their car. Because what happened with this pandemic response is like so many other things in our our discourse and debate here in this country – is that the mask wearing became an identifier for your politics. Being happy about the mask and being sanctimonious uh, uh, and, and annoying to other people who aren't wearing their masks became a political identifier, and right now in the age of social media, politics are deeply personal to people. In other words, if you disagree with me politically, you hate me. And it did. It took on, like, weird cult-like aspects, you know, the people who just really, you know, they're all about the masks, you know, but the mask says something about them, right? Look, I'm saving lives by wearing this mask. And you're killing people by not. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think for a lot of people, they don't want to give it up. I, I think a lot of people like living this way. I think a lot of people like living at home and never having to go. Now, obviously, that was heading our way before the pandemic. Many, uh, more people every year were being allowed to work at home because of the technology and stuff. But I, I think people, for whatever bizarre reasons, for them, this became a permanent lifestyle. The masks are cool and trendy, and you can get a mask that's you know says something about you. You know, you can be all sanctimonious about uh, uh, social distancing and masking and all that stuff. Gives you the ability to preach to people and to be outraged by other people's behavior. You get to sit on your ass in your jammies all damn day, seven days a week, you know. <laughs> a lot of folks on that side are probably getting checks, you know, for unemployment or what have you. And frankly, I, I think there's there's a certain community or a certain uh, number of folks in this country who are morons and, frankly, like being told what to do when it's their guy telling him to do it. Because, again... It becomes personal. It becomes a political identifier. This is who I am. I'm masked up, man. But the masks are obviously bullcrap if they could drop them that quickly when they were saying the exact opposite the day before. And I don't think a lot of people saw this coming. Nuremberg obviously didn't see this coming because I, I heard his uh, his uh, show or his little, you know, his what he was saying last night or yesterday afternoon, late afternoon. And it was very obvious he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't exactly know what to say because this guy has been a hard ass on the masks since this thing began. Remember, you can't charge this problem away, meaning he would if he could. Asking us to narc each other out if he see somebody not wearing a mask, but they should be wearing a mask. Call the sheriff's department. And he had no idea what to say last night. Can't, they made a, actually made up a word, Chris. Op, let me see if I can remember how to even pronounce it. Operationalize. <laughs> that was the word yesterday. Well, we still have to figure out how to operationalize this mask thing. What the hell is that supposed to be? You operationalize it by taking it off.
2: I mean, you got problems if you need to figure out how to undo something.
1: Well, yeah, you know, I mean, it was bizarre. You know, and I, I, I t- I've been telling you guys, do we'll take a break, and you, let me know what you're thinking, 210 I've been saying for months now you know uh as different you know things would change and uh the vaccine started rolling out and uh you know uh, i i I know Trey and his neighborhood had noticed a lot more you know many more people on his daily travels not wearing a mask well in my neighborhood I hadn't noticed that at all you know just uh, last night I saw a guy uh, sitting you know walking outside with a mask on. People driving by in their cars with the masks on. Now, this is before the president made his announcement. Uh, but I can tell you I went to the Seven Eleven this morning to get my caffeine, and uh, half the people in there weren't wearing masks. Half of them were. You know, I mean, uh, nobody gave a crap. You know, so obviously uh, something has changed, and uh, I, I'm done, man. I'm, I'm sick of living this way. I am sick of living this way. I, I'm just done with it. And I've thought a lot of this was bullcrap for a long time. But once I heard that yesterday, that they dropped it, as like, all right, then I'm getting rid of this damn thing. No more. What about you? 210 599 5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA.
3: Hi, this is Trey Ware, and you're listening to Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected.
1: And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, and uh, it is stinking Friday, so whatever uh, is on your brain, we usually freeform it a bit uh, on Fridays, so if you'd like to call up and talk about the mask thing, going bye-bye, uh, uh, give us a ring, anything else you want to talk about, give us a ring, what are you doing this weekend, tell us what you're doing this weekend, are you going to do anything different now that you don't have to wear a mask? if your big butt has been vaccinated you know uh, uh, anything any change of plans i just i know, aren't we getting chris are we don we're getting close to like the end of crawdad season aren't we are we getting down to it so i think uh i think this weekend chris i need to get me some crawdads cuz it's the end of the season which means them crawdads is going to be big and fat they're going to be big and fat and uh i want to get me some crawdads uh beyond that I suspect I'll be doing some napping. Um, A story I saw earlier that uh, is kind of interesting, uh, one in three Americans are going to be dropping their streaming services. Netflix, Hulu, uh, whatever the other ones are, uh, because they say the programming is lame. You know, I have to, that's another thing that, right, I think we all kind of had to deal with this past year since we spent so much time at home. Was like you know watching a lot of tube, watching a lot of t, a lot of TV, and I've come to the same conclusion, man. I, I don't even know why I bother with Netflix anymore. We rarely watch anything on Netflix. Um, all of the documentaries, because I'm a documentary guy, man. I like document, I dig documentaries, man. I'm boring and artsy, and I like documentaries, and all the documentaries are, frankly, liberal puke documentaries. Uh, the new movies suck. The I'm, I'm the new movies suck, man. And I, I don't. I'm not really all that into investing. Uh, you know, large chunks of my life uh, watching this limited series and that limited series, blah blah, snake and blah. I don't. I spend most of my time on Netflix looking for something to watch, and then I end up not watching anything. I've gone totally old fart, man. I have. I, I bought myself my got myself a little DVD player. And I know Chris and Don both chuckle when I say this, but I like CDs and DVDs. I buy CDs and DVDs. I I am I am I have begun a new DVD collection. <laughs> Yesterday I I spent thirteen dollars on five of the finest Marx Brothers movies on DVD. That's coming to me in the mail today, hopefully, because the Marx Brothers is good food. And I'm just watching old crap, man. I've I become that. I know we end up talking. We almost talk about this every Friday, but I've become that guy where I just want to watch stuff that I know is good, and that usually means something I've already seen before. You know what I mean? Because the the stuff they're pumping out now really sucks. The, the pandemic has had the interesting effect, I think, and I think it's kind of sad in a sense that it's 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 completely redefined movie watching, especially with people not you know not going to theaters anymore and uh many of the theaters having shut down regal just opened up a bunch uh last week that that have been closed for a long time and uh with the streaming thing uh y- you've had another uh, uh thing happen to uh the movie industry and that's that they're they're obsessed now with making woke movies So not only are you not having the, you know, sitting in the movie theater experience anymore, but the movies they are pumping out, frankly, suck. They're depressing as hell. They're arcane. You know, Don Morgan and I were talking about the last, when was the last time that you saw a movie win an Oscar that somebody had actually seen? It's like they're making movies for themselves. And so I I think I might be, I don't know if I'm going to keep Netflix. I don't know what the point is. Because I just watch Columbo reruns and old westerns on me TV. Or I dip into my DVD collection. Don't I live an exciting life? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Do I have time to do this? Uh, Doug, very quickly on line two. How you doing, man?
2: Morning, Sean. Hey, I was listening yesterday on the way to work. <clears throat> You made a comment about who who the president was, and you thought Obama was running things. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what you thought. And I, I was, for some reason, I was wondering about that. Why you said that? And then I got to work, and I look on my phone, and there's an article. Or there was a there was a Rick Grenell, who was former acting national security advisor, right. said uh, something to the effect of, "We have an invisible president. It's Susan Rice." I saw And nobody's that, yeah. paying any attention, and I—that's when I said, "Damn, Rima
0: was right." I—I
1: got to run. Know. Let me uh, let's keep listening because I'm gonna—I'm gonna—I'm gonna pick up on that right when, when I get back because uh, I, I, I saw that article. That was interesting. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071, i I'm Sean, I get a big smile on my face because it's Friday. You know, the audience can hear the smile. That's what one of my program directors told me years ago. Can you hear it? Can you hear the smile? Newstalk 550KTSA FM What I'm getting the sillies. Could
3: you turn that smile down a little bit?
1: Hey, David, how's that? It? Oh, it's more of a grimace. I look like I'm in pain. It is, uh, Hawaiian shirts are making a comeback. I have some thoughts on that. Also, uh, just a bit, then we'll talk to spring. Uh, but, uh, uh, just a quick, pick, a quick pick up from the last call who was talking about the Susan Rice, uh, the idea that Susan Rice is the one who's really kind of the shadow president. I, I, I really think it's a group of people, I don't think it's one person. I think Obama's at the center of that universe. Obama, Valerie Jarrett, Susan Rice. If you look at the Biden administration, it's populated with hangovers from the Obama years, or it's populated with, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, big tech guys, former big tech people. So I don't know if there's one person, but I do believe Obama's at the center of that, uh, somehow, behind the scenes. I, I, it really does kind of feel like that third term that Obama wanted so bad. <laughs> really? yeah you, you you word i can't say on the radio i can't stand that guy and he's back uh 2105995555 uh let's go to uh spring spring how are you it's free form friday so whatever's on your brain spring how you doing
4: i am angry this morning angry 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 okay so i'm a nurse i'm a visiting right. nurse and I'm an essential worker, okay? Right. So you would think that the Social Security Administration would be at least semi-essential. So I'm on hold an hour and a half. I finally get somebody to answer the phone. Well, they can't help me because they I can't even make an appointment huh. for a phone interview. Right. I have a daughter dying. Are you partner.
1: trying to – what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get Social Security? Well, what's –
4: No, no, no. I So last September, I have a 36-year-old daughter that was diagnosed with cancer. She has two teenage girls. I'm supposed to be the PAE. They were supposed to get, when she was uh, approved for SSI, She, they were supposed to get money. Well, they've never gotten money. I've tried multiple times, but I worked full-time and then some. And she can't call because she is too sick. I mean right. if you're on the phone an hour and a half you're going to forget well, what you're calling about.
1: Well, I I I, I can't say too long but I I I have some experience I had to you know try to get that stuff going with my mom when she came out here to Texas and yeah, you're right. It's horrible trying to get an actual human being on the phone with the social security. Right, well, you will you literally have to plan and this is how I finally made things happen for my mom is you literally have to plan having several hours where you can just sit your ass on the phone and wait. There's no other way. That's what I had to right. do. They, they're impossible to get, get a hold of. It's very well, difficult. I
4: don't know why
1: that department that department seems to be worse than, than other folks I've had to call, so I don't know why that is.
4: And, and then they, I asked for an appointment. I said, okay, set a phone appointment. Well, we don't have any available uh, through July. I said, okay, uh-huh. set me an appointment in July. Well, we can't do that that far ahead. So she gives yeah, me the one eight hundred number for the place on ISOM. Well, right. there is not an option for set an appointment, so I am going to go down there. I am going to call the news station with a picket sign saying <laughs> somebody needs to do something about this. They should be open.
1: I agree. Look, I, I got to go. I, you know, I, I, and I appreciate the call, but I am. I, um, I it, it can be a nightmare trying to get a hold of anybody with Social Security. That I do know because uh, it took me forever. To just get some basic information for my mom when she first moved out here. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What do we got here? James wants to talk about the Golden Globes.
2: James. Hey, Sean. Good morning, man. Good Friday. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks, man. I just had a comment on, uh, yeah, I heard your program the other day talking about Tom Cruise giving back the Golden Globe Awards. And, uh, I know, isn't it? Yeah, my friends and I
1: <laughs> makes me so sad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. But, uh, yeah, we all kind of agree that, uh, yeah, we're all from an old school. I'm 45 years old and, uh, basically, yeah, movies suck now. Music <laughs> sucks now. Uh, TV's not much better. And so uh, I think, uh, no one's really talking about that as much i mean uh, famous actors famous people are kind of going away the last time they had a famous thing it was the uh apology for the you know being racist the, the big montage of uh, white actors and i think i recognized one uh the breaking <laughs> bad guy and i couldn't tell who the hell else anyway i just wanted your opinion on that uh, and uh, thank you well, for taking the call man
1: oh well, no problem you know i had a thought on this the other night you know uh th- there's a there's there's something interesting about the increasing lack of, you know, uh, uh, interest in these award shows and in Hollywood in general—that I it hadn't really occurred to me before—and I don't know why it popped into my noggin yesterday, but it did. So I'm going to lay it out here for you. And we got to take a break, okay? When when the Oscars, you know, the, and thanks for the call, well, the Oscars are had one of the lowest-rated editions of the Oscars uh, in, in the history of the Oscars. It was the lowest-rated. Now, do you think, does anybody think, seriously think that only Democrats watch these shows? Or, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry, only uh, conservatives watch these shows? Because if you're being turned off by the politics and the Oscars showed us that as soon as they go political, people tune out. That can't be just conservatives. It's their entire stinking audience went away. Which means yep. uh, a fair amount of liberal Democrats and progressives also stopped watching this drivel. So you know i i i when I say that I think people are getting really tired of the whole woke thing, I think that's across the board. I think there's a lot of progressives uh or Democrats who may not admit it out- you know up front, but they're probably getting a little sick of it too. That's evidenced by these audience going away the, the because these are these are not pure obviously not conservative audiences the bulk of an audience of any award show i would submit to you are probably there's probably going to be more democrats and republicans or conservatives and liberals uh, or uh, liberals and conservatives watching this crap and and even they're going away if your whole audience goes away it ain't going away from just one side of the aisle so i maybe that's a good thing i got to take a break
5: Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Hi,
1: I'm Sean. Hi. This is Sean Show. Hi. You're listening to Sean on the Sean Show. Hi. The phone lines are open 210 599 5555. Hi. Hi. We kind of free form it on Fridays. I'm watching uh, Kimberly and Esteban, as is, uh, is my tradition, it's my way. Uh, every uh, day, well, I can't. I never hear him, but I always have it on, looking for like the trendy stuff, you know, the cultural stuff, pop culture stuff, and oh boy, my wife is so gonna love this. Oh, this is such a wonderful thing. Hawaiian shirts are are trending again. Hawaiian shirts Hooray! are big again because that Beckham guy, that that soccer playing guy with the with the tattoos, married to the Spice Chick. Like, uh, he was in Miami, and he had a Hawaiian shirt on, and now, uh, dudes are wearing Hawaiian shirts again. I, I'm being funny when it comes to my wife. My wife despises Hawaiian shirts. She, I, I, and let's, let's be honest, and Don Morgan knows what I'm talking about here. Okay, the, the, the wearing of the Hawaiian shirts, okay, that's mostly a white dude thing. You know, white dudes like wearing Hawaiian shirts. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bagging on white people. I'm not anti-white. I'm, look at me. I'm, I'm, you know. I'm Norwegian. Okay, you can't get much whiter than me. I'm just saying, du- dudes wearing Hawaiian shirts—that's typically a Caucasian male thing. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see Hawaiian dudes wearing Hawaiian shirts, but you see a lot of white dudes wearing Hawaiian shirts. They think it makes them more interesting than they actually are, and so they wear. I was one of those guys for years. I wore Hawaiian shirts, like, ooh, look how Jimmy Buffety I am, you know. And uh, well, and then why, I met my why wife. Did,
6: why did you wear them?
1: I just thought they were well, I grew up on the beach well, I grew up in the water too I grew up in the beach town basically, so you know, it's it's beachy, it's Jimmy yeah. Buffetty. And that just followed my Caucasian ass here to Texas. Now you
6: see I always wore them because I like the fabric. The fabrics are always you liked loose. You like the fabric. The fabric was always loose and cool. You know, loose on a hot and cool. Days, so.
1: Well, and that's true, and they're loose and cool, that's true. But I, I think a lot of Caucasian men wear Hawaiian shirts because again <laughs> makes them seem a little more interesting <laughs> than they really are and and my wife hates them and and I noticed that when I first moved and I had a bunch of them that as uh, I started living with my wife that the Hawaiian shirts began to slowly disappear hey, you
6: know or have mine, accidents mine did as tear. well around the time I got married to my wife I don't think Texas
1: yeah, women like the Hawaiian shirts so <laughs> I don't think they're into that no you know cuz all mine went away dude they're, they're all I don't have one they're all gone and, you know, and uh, my wife, she just hates them. So, you know, what I'm going to do in revenge. I, I told her, because I- this is what our, our- – our relationship is predominantly about revenge. So what I'm going to do <laughs> –
6: It's one-upsmanship constantly. Is
1: I, I keep th- – I want to get some overalls. I'm just going to get a pair of overalls. <laughs> it would be so comfortable and so easy to put on. Right. Overalls with my chanclas, but no Hawaiian shirts. Right. But I, I- – I- you guys, if you see me again here at some point, you know, I look like a fat redneck. I've just, I've embraced my inner redneck. And, damn it, I want some overalls. I'm just going to wear some overalls. i got all those pockets, you know, and then you just slip right in, slip right out, you know. You don't have to mess with belts or anything. Mm-hmm. Belt loops, you see, know.
3: and embracing your inner redneck, sometimes it's hard to get your arms all the way around.
1: Well, it is, especially with my pandemic belly, which is about in the third trimester here. So I am. Uh, but, but, but yeah, Hawaiian shirt. I just texted my wife. Let's see what the response is. Hawaiian shirts are trending again, babe. I bet she cusses at me. I bet so she cusses at me. If you're out and you see Threats a guy in a horse.
3: Hawaiian shirt, reach over and give the fabric a feel. <laughs> it's
1: loose and cool. <laughs> yeah. So is a guy wearing it.
2: <laughs> the rule is very simple. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do.
1: Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Oh, you're not the boss of me, old Matt. Uh-huh. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. That's the old fart that's running this country right now, or at least. He's the guy they're pushing out front. I don't know who's actually running it. Interesting day yesterday, though. How are you feeling about the mask thing? 210 599 5555. Get vaccinated or wear a mask until you do. That voodoo that you do so well. And uh, according to, to to Joe, President Joe, Joe Biden, you know, if you're vac Chris, if you've been vaccinated, you can shake hands again. You can hug on people again. As long as you're both vaccinated. Uh The mask won't get in the way of any hair sniffing you may want to do. You know, if you want to sniff somebody's hair, you know, you, you, no mask getting get in the way now. Sniff away. Uh So are, are you feeling pretty good about it? Do uh, uh, you think it's weird or do you not? Is there anybody out there that's going to still keep wearing the damn mask? Anybody out there that, yeah, I'm not being a jerk. I mean, if you really think that the masks are good and people should continue wearing them, if that's you, uh, call me up and let me know why you think that um because here here, here's what i took from yesterday's announcement uh because man prior to the president announcing the cdc's new uh mask advice which is if you're fully vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask in in most situations as far as i could tell uh uh prior to uh, that announcement uh uh, Fauci, the CDC, even the president, everybody else was still saying, "Keep wearing the masks, keep wearing the masks." So my question is, what happened between Wednesday and Thursday? And uh, I, I can tell you what my initial thought was. I mean, my initial thought was, "Well, that's cool, good, thank you, thank you Jesus." But my second reaction was, "Well, wait a minute now." <laughs> Way, just a pesky little moment there. Okay, the day before, you're telling us that in certain situations, people should double mask. Fauci's all over the place saying, oh, no, no, even if you're vaccinated, you still got to wear a mask. You can still get it or give it to somebody else. and then in one damn day, they go in the opposite direction. Uh, now, I and most people are saying this, and I agree. This was my initial thought. Well, they're... They're trying to give Joe a good moment there with the American peeps because everything else is pretty much sucking really bad, you know? I mean, the Middle East is sucking. The uh, The hack on the uh, pipeline was pretty bad. You got people in gas lines. We got an open border. They're finding little kids out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, people are not feeling good about things. It's I think a lot of people feel we're on a bad track, and it's because, well, we're on a bad track. It's pretty hard not to point your finger at this administration for the, as being the cause of all this stuff because you know what they are. It's not a secret. I know. And so let's give Joe a good moment. Uh, We're gonna go out there and announce these uh, these lifting of mask uh, mandates or restrictions or advice or whatever the hell we called them, and that'll make people love Joe all over again. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I got it that it was, you know, advantageous to them politically while all this crap's going on to have this moment where he could tell everybody to take the masks off. But it also told me something about the masks um, and the CDC and all this other bull crap we've been listening to for months and months and months. And I've said since the beginning... And I'm right, and you know I am, that the, the, the info or what we were hearing about the masks was never consistent. Whether it was Fauci, the CDC, the WHO. You know, uh, it was never consistent. It never made any sense. Every time my glasses fogged up, I thought, well, this damn thing isn't doing anything, man. And then remember that crap we had to endure, uh, which doesn't make any sense at all? Well, you see, you're, it's not about you. You're protecting other people from you. Oh, wait a minute. I've, I've, but if it's true of everybody, well, <laughs> what you just said don't make no damn sense. You're, I'm only protecting myself from or other people from me. Well, if they're doing the same thing, aren't they protecting themselves? You know, bunch of crap. Didn't make any sense. Never made any sense. You look at that old Fart Judge Wolf. He's been wearing the same bandana through the, that stupid yellow bandana. And we found out within within days that the bandanas didn't work. I think the mask became a political identifier, you know what I mean? It became like, "Well, look at me. I'm wearing a mask cuz I'm smarter than you and I'm saving lives." That kind of crap. Because a lot of folks on the left, you know what, they don't want to give up the masks. They like the masks. I don't know why; it's weird. Uh, and they like living in Pandemicville for some bizarre reason. So, it, it, being, at the, being as though or being uh, that they were able to drop the mask thing within hours, uh, essentially of saying the exact opposite about the mask, tells you what it tells me that they've been full of crap about the masks for a long time. There's that's the only logical explanation for how they were able to go in a completely different uh, direction with the masks in one day. I think the masks and a lot of the pandemic stuff uh, was really about cheating that last election. And I think what happened, I think they wanted the pandemic to continue all the way up to the midterms, but things are getting so crappy right now that <laughs> they had no choice in their minds, which are one-dimensional and political. In their minds, like, we gotta, Joe's got to have a good day, man. I'm telling them the masks are over. I don't believe they wanted to do that. Maybe, for all we know, uh, they want us all to take the masks off because they're hoping we'll get another spike in the coronavirus that'll line up with the next election. I don't know. All I know is I'm sick and tired of the freaking masks, and I don't believe a damn thing they say about them. And I haven't for a long time. And I hate the masks. I, it's, it's been a detriment to my life uh and i'm done i'm i'm done with all this crap i'm just done man i'm done i got to get back into my world into my life man we can't keep living this way and it ain't their job to tell us that we have to <laughs> you know that's really the other part of it it's really not the president's job telling us when we can or cannot hug someone who we can or cannot have in our own homes it's not the mayor of this city's uh call either it's nobody's call it's your call on how you live your life. And this past year has sucked uh, for most of us one way or the other. It's sucked. More so for others, less for, you know, I mean, I, I made it all right. I mean, my the biggest thing that I've had to deal with with the pandemic is my sanity and my health, okay, because both have gone down the crapper since all this started. I have to rebuild to get back to where I was at a, at a level of sanity and a level of healthiness because, man, I have a fat ass, I smoke too many cigarettes, you know, I eat crap, miserable all the time, sitting in this stupid room, and I'm just done. I'm done. That's it. It's over. Uh, so, I, you know, that's how I feel about it. <laughs> but do you see my point that in being able to change direction so quickly, doesn't that kind of tell you that and I know a lot of you believe this already because we all do we all kind of think alike on this, but uh for the most part, but doesn't it really sort of tell you that the, they must have been full of crap on the masks to some extent if they're able to s- switch directions that quickly in just one freaking day because that's what it tells me uh so they you know they they dropped it so that Biden could have a a positive moment. Uh, Because everything else is just really going to hell, really, really fast. What do you think? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And I'll be even more honest with you. I, I actually did have kind of a cool mask. I never thought about it much, but in fact, I would forget about what what, what was on my mask until people would you know give me a look or smile. I say, hey, like the mask? Because I, I had a mask for about two thirds of this experience. And then I lost that mask, and so I was in a convenience store, and I just grabbed a mask. I just grabbed, I'm serious, I just grabbed a mask that was there, bought it, and I started wearing it. And, and I, re- of course, I realized as I walked out of the store, it had pot leaves all over it. So if you've seen a guy, a rather portly, uh rednecky looking dude in his jammies over the past uh, year in the Gilbo Road neighborhood, and he was wearing a pot leaf mask, yeah, that was me, baby, that was me. That was me. I was wearing the pot mask.
2: I thought they were palm trees. I wanted it to match my
6: Hawaiian shirt.
1: Uh, That's what I was trying to do, man, because these Hawaiian shirts are rocking, man. Live it on sponge cake. So uh, that was me with the pot mask. I I thought they were azaleas. I I honestly thought they were azaleas. I did not know they were marijuana leaves. And I kept wondering why people kept saying nice mask to me uh, over the past few months. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, 210 210-599-55, no more, man, I'm done, I'm so done, 210-599-5555, it's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back, at uh, Newstalk 550 KTSA, talking about the mask thing and Whatever's on your brain. Let's see here. Roland, hang on. Uh, Jimmy, hang on. Let's go to Debbie. Debbie online one.
0: Debbie, wibby, 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 wibby. Debbie, wibby, wibby. <laughs> how are you doing, today? Debbie? Debbie, wibby, wibby,
1: No, I'm doing great.
0: Good. Hey, Sean, I totally agree with you. I don't believe that the president has a right to tell us where, what to wear, what to do it. But you know what? In really thinking about it, that's the only thing he knows how to do. Because he's been in office over 100 days, and what has he done? Nothing.
1: Destroy Western civilization as we Destroy. know
0: it. Destroy. <laughs> Destroy. And you know what? What's so sad about it is he's taken the glory of the mass, I mean, mm. of the the COVID shots. I'm a nurse right. myself. And it's Trump who put it into place and said that we were going to come out of it, and we did. So right. it's Trump and then another thing is that I cannot even get medical care for my own son but I'm taking care of legal aliens. Now you tell me what's wrong.
1: Yeah. Everything.
0: <laughs> and so I think I think he needs to be impeached and I don't I think people need to open up and we need to get America going back to us where we were two years ago
1: well, and I agree, but I, the best way to do that is to show up for the midterms uh, exactly. I, I don't know i mean yeah, you're you're, a, you're in the medical profession i mean when you see him speak because i i myself have noticed and i you know I, this uh, largely because my you know my mom's eighty eight and I've been dealing with her you know for the past few years i've noticed a decline. It, oh, it seems to be getting worse week by week. I mean have you noticed he, that he
0: is he, he is and I think that he's just a pawn. I think his right. wife is in it. it's sad to say she's only looking at the glory. she's not looking at his medical and it's a sad, sad day for America. I really yeah. really do.
2: I and agree. we need
0: a healthy president that has a good sound and making judgments and now we have this war that's going on and it's terrible. And I think American people need to wake up.
1: Well, I think a lot of people are, and I appreciate the call, Debbie. I I think more and more people are waking up because it's we're really just failing on many different fronts. And you, the the only and Trey said we talked about this earlier. The only thing that's any different is is Joe Biden, well, or or whoever it is. I think it's the Obama gang, basically. I, I I don't in any way, shape, or form believe that Joe Biden is actually doing the job of president uh let's see jimmy you're on line three you're on news talk 550 ktsa what are you thinking
5: yeah um you know i totally agree with you and i never really thought about it until you said about you know maybe they're just trying to prepare to cause another outbreak for this whole midterm thing to kind of slow things down i mean it's i don't know what they think the whole time everything that they say and do it's just I don't know. It's it's mind boggling every day. There's a reason. Well, there's there's a a political
1: reason, I think, for almost everything they do.
5: Uh, Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was talking with a coworker right before I got on with you about how, you know, you know, when does it end? When does it end? You know, I mean, you're still going to have businesses that want people to wear their masks. And, you know, they say, well, when we get 80 percent or 90 percent vaccinated, whatever. But still, when does it end? Well it, it ends
1: today for old Uncle Sean. That's how I'm doing it.
7: <laughs> Making
1: up my own <laughs> yeah. mind. It's Same over. Alright, brother. Minute. Have a great weekend, man. Oh, and Debbie, you have a great weekend too. I meant to say that. Um is that it? That's all I got. Oh, we got Roland, right? Roland.
7: Yes sir, Mr. Sean. Hey. Is hey, how you doing man? I guess, I kinda agree with you a little bit on that I had to give Biden a win so you know remove the mask. But I think there's a little a little more two than that. I mean, the government was running out of how to keep the mask in place. You know, wear it, don't wear it. You need a double mask. You got vaccinated you can't be outside. And I think where they misstepped was saying your children have to wear it when they're running a plane with each other outside. (laughs) I think that was a big misstep. And it's like, well, now what do we do? We can't, you know. And then on top of that, the vaccinations are going well. Right. Numbers are declining. Florida and Texas have been unmasked for I don't know how many months. You know, some people still stay stuck with a mess. The numbers have been going down. Nationwide deaths are going down, so they they gotta admit, hey, we gotta let it go. We gotta take it off.
1: Well and and and, and, and
6: you,
1: you know, at least for a couple of news cycles there, people aren't focusing on the other stuff, even though they kind of still are, I believe. If you're paying attention, you're you're really disturbed by what's going on between Israel yeah, yeah. Uh, and Palestine. I mean the, Israel just called up nine thousand of their, you know, what would be their National Guard reservist, I guess you would say, 9,000. Uh Yeah, it's a bad situation. The border situation is horrible.
7: Horrible. It's unimaginable. The
1: pipeline, people in gas lines. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so, uh well, let's give them a lollipop here and they can take their masks off. But, but I think they, I, I think, I think you're right. I think when it came to the kids playing and, you know, I think they overstepped uh, their uh, the believability factor, and so uh, they they had to do something to uh, attach some positivity to Biden but again you they sort of in my mind accidentally revealed how meaningless the mas- meaningless the masks are in a sense if they if they were able to change directions that quickly. And I believe largely for political reasons. Then they've known the masks were a waste of time for a long time, and uh, and I really think a lot of that stuff was used to to cheat the last election. I think they want to cheat the next one. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they want everybody taking their masks off, so because in their mind they think people can start getting sick again. I don't know. But um, you know, it, it's over for me. As far as I'm concerned, I'm done, man. And Fauci didn't help
7: much with his comment about it. Maybe next year Mother's Day. Right, Mother's Day.
1: And then two days later, I got to go, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thanks for the call. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, what a bunch of crap. Sunday, Fauci is saying Mother's Day of next year, maybe we can go mask-free. And three days later, the CDC says he can take off the masks. (laughs) I didn't just fall off the pumpkin truck, you know what I mean? (laughs) I've been around the block a few times actually signed a couple of leases on the block uh, here and there, okay, and I I have a fairly decent sense for when people are bullcrapping me, and, and this just all feels like bullcrap all of a sudden. Oh, I didn't tell Roland to have a good weekend, says so Chris. Roland, you have a good weekend. All my callers, have a great weekend. I want to get me some crawdads. That's my plan for the weekend. 210 um, 599 Again, it's Freeform Friday, so whatever's on your brain. Otherwise, if the boss walks by, just try to look busy, shuffle some papers or something, because on Fridays, I really like to screw off. I just do. I don't like to take things too seriously and have a few yucks. Oh, oh, uh, ladies. Let me ask because uh, we talked earlier about how Hawaiian shirts are, are popular again now. They're trending because of that Beckham guy. And uh, my wife despises Hawaiian shirts. She, I think she burned all of mine. Do you like a man in a Hawaiian shirt, or do you think it looks dorky? Do you like a man wearing a Hawaiian shirt? And I'm talking largely Caucasian men. I don't think even Hawaiian dudes wear Hawaiian shirts. But do you like a man wearing a Hawaiian shirt, or does it look dorky? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Because that's all I got today. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA, uh, and now on FM 1071. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Phone lines are open, whatever's on your brain. Whatever you want to talk about, you go right ahead, call us up, and let us know what's on your mind. 210-599-5555. We have this uh, story also we've been following. I just want to mention it. Um, I think it's in East Bear County, right, Donna, where uh, we have uh, uh, this uh, estranged boyfriend. I mean, this, this information is public. This is what we know. We have this estranged boyfriend who breaks into his former girlfriend's house and starts physically physically assaulting her not was he pistol whipping her that's what it, that's what Trey was saying. Uh, was physically assaulting her in some way. and as it happened her father was there and he had a weapon which he pulled on the guy and shot him in the head and uh, the uh, the boyfriend is now at hospital in critical condition. Uh, he's already got charges uh, against him. And they've been talking to the father, but it doesn't, it's not likely, and we're not hearing anything to the effect that he's going to be charged with anything, which he shouldn't be. If this, if all this is true, then he shouldn't be.
2: It's unfortunate. He survived.
1: He survived, I mean. This dude apparently allegedly made a string of really bad choices uh, early this morning, and breaking into the house was number one. And then assaulting, you know, physically attacking some guy, somebody's daughter, while they're in the house and they're armed. Hoo, 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 hoo. You know, and uh, it's one of those, uh, this is one of those stories that, um, that, uh, (laughs) You know, I'm I'm laughing at it. My wife just texted me back finally about the Hawaiian shirt, so we'll talk about that here in a second. <laughs> but this is one of the reasons why I'm a big fan of constitutional carry. This is why I'm a big old fan of uh, of the Second Amendment. This is why I'm a big old fan of guns, man, because we all have uh, an inherent, inalienable right, inalienable right, to defend ourselves, whether it's against the government or some jackass breaking into our house. But it's one of those stories that probably won't get a lot of coverage, because uh, you know if you're if you're on the anti-gun side, man, you don't want to hear about good guys with guns. You don't want to hear about anybody, you know, having the the ability to defend themselves when they're, uh, it, you know, when somebody is perpetrating a crime against them. You know, I mean, uh, but this is what we this is par for the course. The the people who don't want you to have your legal weapon. Don't care about criminal violence. Remember the the story from uh, Colorado Springs last week? Horrible story, where uh, another estranged boyfriend. What is it with you guys? Get over it. Uh, and you ladies, too. So I've had a couple of those in my life, um, where you know the guy there's he wasn't invited. He, he broke up with his girlfriend or whatever, and the her family and had a birthday party for one of the kids or some kid in a mobile home park this guy shows up and shoots all the adults i think one got away kills them all was his weapon legally purchased no it was not shocking uh had there been somebody there with a legal weapon uh that they knew how to use maybe it would have had a different outcome you know and so but again, these are, those kinds of things are, you know, these are inconvenient truths for the gun grabbing crowd because it's all about separating, you know, law abiding citizens from their weapons. They don't want to talk about criminal violence. They don't mind talking about the, uh, the, the, the spree killers and the, uh, uh, the guy, people that show up and just randomly start shooting people, uh, until they find out that that guy had a gun that was illegally purchased and they drop that story like a hot rock. We certainly don't want to spend any time talking about gun violence in the major cities of this country. Because again, you, you have to, if you're going to be objective and reasonable and you really, really want to do something about crime in, in the big cities, you, you sort of have to look at the policies that are governing that cities. And for many of them, uh, they are, uh, in fact, uh, liberal policies. So can't be critical of our own policies. Uh 21059955. Um Yeah, uh my uh, Steve, hang on. My uh Hawaiian shirts are trending again. Uh my wife hates dudes in Hawaiian shirts. She burned all of mine when we moved in. And I can't tell you the first part of her text because it's a it would it would get me fired. But the second part of the text, Chris, is
6: no, no.
1: Here's, uh, here's uh, Steve. How you doing, Steve?
7: Hey, Sean. The San Antonio gun story shows the importance of the double tap, triple or more if necessary. But with concern to the uh, Hawaiian church, all we want to know, all San Antonio wants to know, the entire city is what does your wife think about the Guayaveta shirts?
1: What are, the, no, what are those? Are those like the? um Oh yeah, no, no. She loves the. I get those. Like I, I, I like the Cafe Luna shirts you get at the uh, Walmart. She's fine so,
7: with that, but she doesn't like the Hawaiian shirts. It's it's basically the same style of shirt. It's just one's more colorful than the other. But as far as how they fit and <laughs> loose fitting and all that. I don't see much difference there. They're really,
1: you know, that's a fair point. I'm going to bring up to her later, okay? Before she calls yeah. the lawyer, and I'm because yeah. you're right. It's the same cut of shirt, except maybe sometimes the Cafe Luna shirts have some pleats in them. You know what I mean? That's about it. Something every now and again, I got some little, pleat action going, but for the most part, you're right. It's the same damn shirt. It's just one's got pineapples on it, you know, and uh, and the other one doesn't.
7: That's the an excellent one's got point. A little more pocket. A more That's talk. an
1: excellent point, man. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, Steve. Man. I'm going to bring that up to my wife. i never forget, man. on the first date. So I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, Mr. John, I love the Hawaiian shirt. What are you, Don Hall? Eh? She did, man. She just had a really bad reaction to seeing me in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> well, unfortunately, right now I can't wear any of them because I can't. I, I only have about three shirts. I can actually get over my fat white belly. Uh, oh, I need what, some more clothes, right? What now. What
6: happened? I just got fat
1: over the pandemic. I got, I, I got fat. You you know, know, I've, I've been telling ass. you this my...
6: whole time. And go outside, go for a walk, and you refuse. I don't want to get. I do want to get the COVID. Oh you, you know what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was usually why people wore Hawaiian shirts.
6: Your, your high blood pressure and cholesterol going to kill you faster. <laughs>
2: There is no
1: taking
6: off the COVID. Oh, my God.
1: Well, and I, you know, and, uh, and, and I feel bad because Jack looks great. I don't know. Jack's been like, have you noticed that, like, I mean, did, Jack didn't look bad before, but Jack's got even more trim he's and he's, down. you know, he's looking healthy. Trey's, Trey always looks like he can kick your ass, you know? So, I mean, he just, he's he's Trey, so he always looks fit. And, and I look, oh, God, I look horrible. Ugh. <laughs> So now that it's over and I can, I can drop the mask, I'm gonna start getting healthy again. I'm right. gonna start because then I can start wearing my Cafe Luna shirts again, which I can't wear right now.
6: Right, you wear the because shower I look curtain. like a turkey loaf. You just you know, wear the shower I, curtain
1: now. I, I, I wear a shower curtain because it's the only thing that'll fit my fat ass. <laughs> I just I. <laughs> I mean, I wear stretchy pants. Why? <laughs> because they stretch. You know, that's who I've been for the past year. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm fine, really. Emotionally and mentally, I'm,
3: I'm fine.
1: Couldn't feel better. <laughs> Wendy?
6: Um, oh, man.
1: So, you know, I'm glad it's all over. I'm, just, I'm glad it's winding down, man. I really am. I've been a hot mess this past year. who, underwear. What the hell's that? I'm just saying. I want. I need to get back into some sort of normal, some right. kind of normal, and I need to get healthy. And you're right. I need to get healthier because I just really haven't been you very mean, healthy.
6: You should this past start year. today.
1: Start today hey, as soon as the, the show first is mask done. Free day. Go uh,
6: outside. Go for a walk around your neighborhood.
1: I'm. I'm going to go for a walk from my front door to my car. How's that? I'm going to go for a walk to my no, front door to my car. Any, you do that anyway. Well, I got to go to Circle K so I can listen to Markley Van Camp and Robbins. I, I what to do you? What do you show.
6: buy at Circle K?
1: Little caffeine to get me, keep me going for a little while, and sometimes a hot dog
7: and
1: sometimes a couple of kolaches. maybe an egg roll. If they got the egg rolls going, I get a couple of egg rolls. Have a little little make out session
6: with my friend little
2: Debbie.
1: (laughs) A little make out session (laughs) with my friend little (laughs) Debbie,
2: and nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. You're
6: right, yeah,
1: nice crimpets, baby. You know, I mean, uh, so you know.
6: The butterscotch <laughs>
1: crimpets. Don't you remember those little butters? They're not full crumpets. They're crimpets. They're little butterscotch crimpets. God, I love those. So, I am going to, yeah, I'm going to work on it. I promise. I need to start getting healthier because, you know, when you get winded walking down your own hallway,
3: <laughs> that's a
1: problem. <laughs> it's probably not a good gotta- thing. <laughs> I want to put that on my phone. I should put that on my phone so when I walk around, I can play it.
6: Whoa, 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 middle age is great. That's actually my ringtone when you call. Yes. <laughs> oh. No, it's not. Well, that would
1: be perfect. I wouldn't bother me if it was. No worries. All right, let's take a break and wrap this gig. Uh, 210-599-55. Well, I still got people to talk to, don't I? Mark and Sam and Jimmy. Jimmy. You were pudgy before the pandemic. Hey, you know what, man? Jump back, man. Wait, I can't. Don't fall over. All right, right, uh, Pudgy is one thing, okay? This is a little more than pudgy. I, I haven't seen the tops of my feet in seven months. Two one zero five nine among other things. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, man, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA. We've got folks on the phone. Let's go to Mark on line two. Mark, how you doing?
3: I'm fine, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I was initially going to speak about um herd immunity, but i I have to ring in on Hawaiian shirts. I just have to. Um, I've been I've been wearing Hawaiian shirts now probably thirty thirty five years. My there you would be hard pressed to find. No pun You would be hard pressed to find a pineapple on any of those shirts. What you will find, yeah, like dolphins cars. and stuff and palm trees. No, 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 no. Plastic lotus art, flowers. Corvettes. Yeah, no lotus flowers. None of that crap. Um, <laughs> But I will tell you what, There's a gr- and this is an argument you can use for your wife. When I travel, you can use those shirts. I'll take seven, eight, ten shirts if I'm going for a weekend, depending on, like, if I'm going to the SEMA show in Las Vegas or whatever. You can take those shirts, wash them in the hotel sink, hang them up. They drip dry. Mine are made by a group of people, a lady-owned company, and it's called Pacific Legend. I wear black most of the time. Black and you can take the oldest shirt that I have, and it looks exactly the same as the newest shirt. They're all, all right, made in the United States.
1: I'm getting uh, low on time, wrong. so I want to get keep, keep some of these other folks about uh, their thoughts on Hawaiian shirts. That that ain't going to wash with my wife. It ain't going to matter. I can tell my wife that. Look, I can clean them in a sink, baby. Yeah, it wouldn't matter to her.
3: Ain't going to wash.
0: huh?
1: <laughs> let's, go to, uh, <laughs> let's go to Jimmy on line four. Hey,
7: Jimmy. Hey, Sean, how you doing, man? Look, I knew you before the pandemic, and you were what we call a uh,
1: full-figured then. I was full-figured. I was big-boned is how I prefer. Big-boned. And I, I, I have admittedly put on a bit of some belly fat here over the past year.
7: Well, that's why you're wearing those Hawaiian shirts. That so You can't afford a tent. I don't. <laughs> that, that was a good one.
1: No, I don't have. Any, I don't have any Hawaiian shirts. My wife burned them all. All right. She's a communist. She's a communist. She's a communist. <laughs> hey, baby, you listening? A You're a
6: communist.
1: One. All right. Thanks for the call, man. No, nah, she. I don't know why. She just hates them. She hates dudes wearing Hawaiian shirts. I don't know why. Can't explain it. <laughs> Uh, who we got left? Jimmy. All right, we got Sam. Let's go to Sam on line three. Sam, how you doing?
5: Good morning, Commando Don Ho. Hey, <laughs> Don Ho. I was waiting for you to catch that. Hey, um, I'm gonna the the Hawaiian shirts, the Wayavetas, are for us weight challenged men. And I understand that you're weight challenged. Oh, excuse me, skinny challenged. You're skinny challenged. I'm
1: skinny so. challenged. Well. But no, none of my shirts fit me at this point, Hawaiian or otherwise.
5: And you know, I may you have were to sad, wear a bed gonna,
1: sheet going out today. I don't have anything else.
5: I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back, uh, back. I'm a D cup, man. I'm a D cup. Just a minute, because huh? you say you run out of breath just walking down your hall. Well, and then you get in your car to listen to the next show. You on your phone. It's this beautiful thing. You Google and you can t- listen to the show on your phone while walking but i
1: like going to the circle k every day and listening to him in my car well, it brings walk me to joy the store,
2: brother walk to the store i can't
1: walk to no damn
5: circle k man it's all the way to the end of new cubo the all hell right,
2: am
1: i brother, gonna walk all the way be, down there you'll be,
5: then you'll be a slim mean green you'll be a fighting machine dancing machine <laughs> well we're gonna start working other, on it today
1: it. You too, my my friend. You have a great weekend. I'm I'm gonna start working on it today. Today with you know my whole thing is when this damn crap is over, then I'll you know I'm gonna start working and getting myself pretty again. Mm-hmm. I used to be pretty. Mm-hmm. When I was a young man, Chris, I was pretty.
6: And mm-hmm. I
1: was still kind of pretty when I started working at Eight. I just got fat and sloppy looking. So now that, my, as far as I'm concerned, this crap's over. Masks are over. Now it's time to start getting back into a normal lifestyle or whatever constitutes a normal lifestyle for a weirdo like me. But I, yeah, I, I do need right. to get healthier. I do need to get... Caitlin, I need to get a little healthier. Okay, that's all. I got larger breasts than you do.
3: So you're going to transition? My boobs
1: are bigger than Caitlyn Jenner's.
3: What? You're going to transition?
1: I'm going to transition into a skinny, healthy person. How's that? With hand tattoos. So oh, I forgot. I got hand tattoos during the pandemic. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez. Don Morgan. My good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you guys back here on Monday. Bye.